0: Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge.
1: Welcome back onto this edition of the Kona Edge. Time to chat some biking. Martin Muldoon joins us once again. Martin, welcome back. Thanks for for joining us. As far as the three disciplines go, you've mentioned that the swim's your weakest, the run is your strongest, but you're not half bad on the bike either
0: yeah yeah i've done I've done a lot of work on the bike over the years i mean the the biking as anybody knows not, not only the longest uh on race day but it's 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 usually uh the most hours that people spend in their training week as well so uh and I'm no different i I probably have about sixty to seventy percent of my training hours on the bike and uh most of the time I enjoy it. Uh, I think that's a big part of it. Trying to enjoy those solo rides, where you, some days you can't find anybody to go with because you have a different plan. Uh, you could be out there for six hours, and actually enjoy that stuff. So, I think if you didn't, you'd be in big trouble. So, um, it's good to uh, it's good to enjoy that um, that sort of uh, mono lifestyle where you're actually uh, sometimes I have a, a radio in my head, other times it's just me and nature, and it takes you away from the real world. So, that's not a bad thing either. Uh,
1: what what's the one thing you've done in your your Ironman career that you reckon's given you the most benefit and the most gains on the bike?
0: I would say, um, I mean, there, there there's lots of different methods at work. Uh, I would say there's a couple of things that, uh, well, there's probably there's probably three things I would mention. The one thing that makes a difference is to improve your decoupling over time, so that uh, the, the separation of your heart rate and power um, is something that my my coach uh, has written a lot about over, over the past um is where over time your heart rate goes up or stays the same but your power starts to drop and there's physical reasons for that happen one is dehydration it could be a lack of energy but it's it's more likely a, a lack of fitness um uh, it could be a lack of strength and th- th- so that that that's sort of the cause um of slowing down in an Man near the end of getting tired and not being able to run properly so we attack that using um things like low cadence power work um, high cadence work for improving your efficiency uh, for burning less energy or let, less glycogen so they're the things that we try to improve it with and if you do those consistently you'll find that your decoupling of heart rate and power over time comes down i think the pro guys sit around five percent or even below five percent and uh if I, if I can get near a number like that in those race simulations in towards race week, then I'm usually in a good place on race day. So I would say, you know, trying to attack that decoupling problem between power and heart rate is the one thing I'd say that um, when we work on consistently, I tend to have good races from.
1: Sounds. It sounds pretty technical, but it, it makes a lot of sense. And, and it, it's, I mean, you, you mentioned the stuff that you do to improve it. How, how soon into your Ironman career did you start working on that sort of stuff?
0: So probably probably with Alan. Um, I mean, I, I'd, I'd done a little bit of uh, coaching with other guys before that, but probably more to do with Half Ironmans. Uh They may have had sessions in there which were similar, but uh, there would have been no explanation as to why we were doing them. It was just do them and it was a spreadsheet and they didn't take any feedback. Whereas Alan... Everything's recorded. Everything's put into, you know, different algorithms that you set up and it actually gives, gives out, he can work out numbers as to see the improvement and to see it actually working. Um, so something like that there, I started with Alan early days and, and over time I, you know, whenever you get a chance to sit down with a coffee and read through the articles and read through what he's saying about why you're doing it, um, I started to understand that a bit better. But, uh, I, I think that you, you actually enjoy, the, the understanding of it, you, you enjoy to see the improvement a bit more if you understand why you're doing it. Um, you don't necessarily need to monitor it during the session. I mean, I think that takes away a little bit of the focus from the effort itself, but it's good when you go back and plug in your Garmin and upload it to training peaks and then look at some of the spreadsheet that come out and see those numbers and over weeks and months, if you can see uh your uh, performance is improving in training and training then you get a lot of sa- satisfaction out of that and you know that you're improving it it means you're not wasting your time because uh, i know that for, for certain people who overtrain uh could be wasting their time but they won't know that until race day um, they just assume that they're getting fitter and faster and uh, comes to race day and they're disappointed when things don't go well
1: absolutely martin your favorite bike workout what do you love doing on the bike
0: i would say hill reps um I mean, the, London's not great for anywhere around a big city is not great. Certainly this city. There's, there's a few holes here about three to four minutes long. And I like, you know, we do big gear work for strength. I, I like them because it's kind of, there's a huge focus on it. They're not flat out. There's very, very few sessions I do that are flat out. Um, it's not really part of Ironman training, but certainly hard and feisty sessions do have a place, but you don't do them very often and, and you take plenty of rest after them. So, I'd say the hill reps are a big one for me because um, usually you do it on a quiet road. Uh, There's that challenge of trying to get into that zone where you're actually doing the session properly. Um, You know you're building strength. It's a bit like doing squats in the gym, but it's more specific on the bike. So I I would say hill reps, I I quite enjoy that. I I would like to live somewhere maybe like Boulder or somewhere where you could actually find a 10- or 20-minute hill. Which is what Alan subscribes to, us guys. But he realizes that we have to break it down into five-minute reps instead. So instead of doing three by twenty, he'll have us doing uh, four times five, and then multiply that by a three instead. But uh, but you still get the same kind of work effort in there, and as long as you recover properly, uh, you're you're getting the same benefit from the longer sets. So yeah, hill reps, hill reps is a big one for me.
1: Nice. All right, cool. Let's talk uh, running in the next one. We'll save that uh, for the next time we catch up. But thanks for your your time today here on the Cone Edge. No problem.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Get better on the bike. Register for our next free live online bike seminar. Get to the KonaEdge.com slash bike seminar now.